Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. We're three childhood best friends who'll be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons that we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi girls! Hi y'all! Hi girls! We are virtual this week and regardless of whether we say we're going to start recording straight away and we're only going to do it in an hour, we're already an hour and 20 minutes and all we've done is had a good old chin wag so. <laughs> Always the way girls, we're never going to be any different. I don't think so. I wouldn't change us for the world, I'm not going to lie. So no, true. me neither. What's Absolutely that? perfect we What's are. That? you can talk the hind legs off of a donkey yes yes what it is. yep i, I wonder where that comes though. from i thought the same thing stevie you have the word of the week that one i'm actually gonna google it now as we are talking google it so how you both been how were your weekends it's a monday which is very unusual for us usually we're recording towards the end of the week yeah, well, I've had a day off with Tom today, so it's been so nice. Really, it's been the least Mondayist Monday ever, which is lovely. But I feel like tomorrow is going to hit me with a bang. So I even put an out of office on my emails today, girls, so that I could just oh. like fully have a day off and not pay attention to anything. And it's been so nice. Yeah, I need I've... to get better at doing that. I literally had one day off this week, which was Sunday, and still managed to respond to work whatsapps and stuff like that but you know what i've just discovered the um focus on your phone and you can put like do yes. not disturb or like a personalized one so i've started doing that in the mornings now is because every morning i wake up and i do like the first hour of the morning is like for me for like meditation and stuff like that but i'll put my phone on silent during that time but sometimes if it like pauses or go like I can see the notifications there and then I just can't help myself but like quickly have a look so yeah. I've, I've discovered the focus and I'm like putting my phone on focus mode for like the first hour every day but I'm gonna start doing more of that like finding intervals to just turn up also girls deleted what um not whatsapp deleted instagram several times last week just like deleted it and therefore it wasn't easily accessible. So I had to make a conscious effort to re-download it and sign back in. And I haven't had my screen time report yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be down because I was getting, I was scrolling girls. I was mindlessly scrolling. Oh, and the amount of time it's freed up, like, you know, when you have a five minute break, instead of scrolling, I'm like, yeah, like yesterday, I went down the caravan. I sat in the caravan and girls for a full hour and a half. I watched the sunset. Like, <gasps> oh, oh my goodness. Down the caravan. So nice. Oh, you get the best sunsets down there. Like the whole caravan goes orange. It's beautiful. But I and I didn't even put like usually I'd pop a podcast on or something like that, girls. I sat there with all the lights off. Well, not obviously the lights off because the sun was still out, but no music, no nothing, literally silence looking out the window towards the River Thames and the sunset, and it was heaven. So I need to find more moments for a good, like, silent yeah. retreat. Yeah. That oh, sounds lovely. Yeah. Very zen, Jade. Zen. Fuck me, do I need it? No, you do <laughs> If anyone needs some zen right now, it's you. It is you. Get the sage, get the zen, get the lavender oils, everything. All of it. How about you, Steve? How's your week been? My, oh, I mean, my, my weekend was wild. <laughs> no, it's um, it's the start of the busiest week of weddings for me. Um, so I am one down which makes it sound like I'm just ticking them off to, to get them ticked off, um, which I'm not. It was absolutely amazing. I was up in Oxford um, watching one of my friends get married. I obviously cried as she walked down the aisle because she just looked stunning. But unlike you, Jade, we had rain pretty much the whole weekend. You know, when you think you paid for an August wedding and it's like a whitewash, but 
yeah, the sun came out for a few of the pictures. Um, obviously, I had too much to drink because <laughs> I was, I, do you know what? I think adrenaline does terrible things to me. I was so excited to watch him get married um, that, yeah, we was all just buzzing for him. So, yeah, that was great. It's taken like two days to get over it, though. <laughs> like not even the alcohol it's the tiredness and I've yeah. got I've got my fat pants in the wash at the minute because they are coming back out for my Thursday wedding to suck it all in <laughs> I want to get some spanks where are oh, they from Steve these ones are from Primark oh. and they're actually really good I'm not gonna lie and the wedding on Thursday my dress is silk lined and it's Ooh. meant to be 27 degrees you know and you're like I need these these pants to work some yeah. miracles um so yeah yeah it's uh and then after that one I'm not gonna have time to wash my fat pants because I'm going to another <laughs> wedding on Saturday so uh, I've had to invest in some more so I'll let you know which ones are my favorites I love that we could do a comparison on the podcast this is what the people want Steve <laughs> <laughs> the best fat pants that you can buy <laughs> Oh my God, I'm here for it because I mean, I, I need it. <laughs> I love, I say wedding season. I've never really had wedding season because not many of my friends have got married. But this year, it's my brother's wedding in something like five weeks or something, five, six weeks. And then one of my friends is getting married who I've known, we worked on The Apprentice together. So I've known her for like 12 years or something and she's amazing and then one of Tom's friends getting married so like I feel like wedding season is properly kicking in and I've never really experienced it I love it this is my first year as well like the first year of proper having weddings um it's also one of them like be careful what you wish for because I've got six this year so yeah yeah. I mean it's tiring and expensive doesn't it to be fair, it's been amazing, like, to have a whole day just watching. Luckily, I really love all the people who are getting married, so it's really nice to see them get married. And, like, the one that I was just at, I bumped into someone who I haven't seen in about eight years, and it was so nice to see them. So, yeah, it's it's just it's just a great day, but it's um, I feel like there's a lot of prep. Like, I feel like it's stressful finding the wedding outfit, arranging how you're getting there, where you're staying, because, like, a lot of them are far away. But, yeah, other than that, it's amazing. Uh, Do you know what? I know I'm emotional as well. I know I'm an emotional person, but watching your friends either stand at the altar or walk down the aisle, there is something really beautiful about love I just love love and seeing them people like glowing with happiness it's just so lovely lovely. (laughs) well on that note I've had like Elle your engagement was the first one and now my other friend just got engaged so I feel like my wedding season is pending I feel like I've had a few friends um uh, get engaged this year and now like I'm like waiting for this wedding season to pend. They'll probably all come in the same year, won't they? Now you're all going to get married yeah. in the same year. This is the broke. thing, all at the same time. Let's spread them out, people. One a quarter. Oh, girls, don't have a go at me. I get one month a year when I can do this poxy bloody wedding. So I've got no flexibility. Tell all your friends, do it another time, please. <laughs> oh, I love that, Elle. Yeah. Elle your Listen, wedding. your one, we wouldn't miss it for the world either. Oh, God, no. Your wedding is like football dependent. It's like... It's oh, don't. It's a natural so joke. Funny. We actually live our life... I mean, Tom has for a while, but I realise that now I live my lives not like year by year, but by season. So, like, I feel like it's a new year. Things is kicking off again, you know. It's almost like back to school. Well, it literally is like that, but back to work. So I'm like, oh, the beginning of a new year is arising because the <laughs> fucking Arsenal fixtures have come out. Like, what is my life? Maybe I, I, this is a this is a chance though, Elle, to have a fantastic 2023. You know, if what? you run it by the seasons. Do you know what? I'm I'm gonna have a better season this year. Oh, well, <laughs> I say that literally. I, I don't have enough wood to touch. I'm like clambering for any bit of wood. Um, but and and a little prayer up to Jesus. Um, it can only get better. <laughs> it can only get better. But you know what's really funny? Like I 
things are really good at the moment I'm so happy and like lots of stuff to look forward to and you do it's unbelievable how much you can forget the bad stuff that's happened in the year and then I was talking to my mum about something the other day and you know me like oh my god I don't know how I'm still alive like I don't know I don't know how my whole head of hair isn't gray I don't know how I've got hair like I honestly I was I was doing some cleaning earlier and as I was hoovering I was I was getting raging because of my current situation uh in regards to like what just happened after the show and I was hoovering and the more I was hooving the more angry I got and then you know you have to check yourself I was like are you fucking joking if Elle can get through this year oh no absolutely no fucking thing to fucking moan about you bitch so pick that <laughs> up mop that floor and count your fucking blessings all right you was my um you was my stop and count your blessings um, oh i love that like, yeah oh, well, at least it's like helped someone else oh bless oh, you no. no things you know things are super difficult for you at the moment but they won't be and hopefully it's like a nice sign that things really do and you had an amazing start to the year it's just fucking hell like uh, you never know what's around the corner like well and truly do you no. last year was healing this year is lessons yeah next year is thriving thriving love that i love that yeah and when we say 31 flirty and thriving i'm not quite sure it goes but oh personal life bank balance career thriving that's what we're going for yes that would be nice i'm here for that from rough periods in your life to periods you absolutely smashed that link smashed it jade you've got competition oh (laughs) baby look i really am emerging it really is the new season i'm back to school nothing can stop me now (laughs) love that well yeah as she said we are talking about periods and changes to your period and it's weird actually girls because we were only talking about this what a couple of weeks ago we was talking about our periods and then um one of our lovely listeners sent through this dilemma or like this you know I call them dilemmas like I guess they're more like this is more of a little I feel like an agony aunt today girls but um this dilemma comes through and I was like oh my god we've got to do this because we were talking about this last week how weird uh, so we are going to be talking about periods, changes to your periods, our experiences, things uh, that we have learned about our body, I guess, or things that we're just noticing about our body, especially now that we've hit our 30s. So we will get onto that in just a moment. But before we get there, Stevie, word of the week. No excuses. No words from Stevie. No words, Stevie. We want no comment, okay? Yeah. So, um, just as a little fun fact for you, you're going to get two. It's not even a word of the week. I'm going to explain where talking the hind legs of a donkey comes from. Love. Apparently, it's Irish. Oh. And it's been suggested that the expression refers to the fact that horses or donkeys do not usually sit down on their behinds. So if you talk the hind legs off a donkey, it means you've spoken for so long that the animal becomes exhausted and collapses and sits down. Oh, I love that. Very good. Well, we all have the ability to talk the hind legs off of a donkey and then you put us together and we will do a herd. Donkey's got no fucking chance. <laughs> There's a herd of donkeys <laughs> sat down. <laughs> oh, but your real word of the week this week isn't actually a word of the week. I'm going to quiz you, okay? Oh. <gasps> so Not on previous ones. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, uh, well, I'm just going to ask you how you turn a candle into an alarm clock is this a riddle no 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 back in the day people would use candles as a way of waking them up but how did they do it or they would do it uh, to set a timer 
how would they use a candle to alert them to something? The only way that I can think that this seems viable is if you were to light a candle that let's say like you get an eight hour candle, right? So you light the candle and you put like, I don't know, you have to put some sort of a trigger towards like the end of the candle that is either going to like light something and set something off. But this seems like a firework. Like a firework, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blow, Blow the bedroom up. But like the only thing I can think is like the candle, the wick of the candle goes down, the wax burns and stuff. Like initially I thought to myself, you burn the candle above your head and then it like drips wax on you but that's really fucking stupid isn't it oh. this just seems this screams danger to me stevie so yeah the only, the only way i can think of it is like if you have an eight hour candle but then what would it how would it like alarm you how would it alert you sorry I had exactly the same thing in mind have a you know maybe they would cut it down and it would be a a certain size that they knew would you know if it was a timer they knew that that would burn off in 10 minutes or whatever and then what it it then connects to something is it that when it goes out the smell would wake you up but with the smell of a candle I don't don't know don't know lost me you've lost me Steve hello right so what they used to do back in the day is put a nail in a candle right. put the candle on a metal dish and then as the wick burns the nail would fall out of the candle and make a noise on the metal dish that would, I would wake me up through that <laughs> <laughs> that is not waking me up absolutely not yeah well that is an old school timer or alarm for you that's oh, what they used to do. Yeah. I'd have to have so many nails in that candle yeah. that the wick wouldn't even probably be able to burn. No. <laughs> no, I agree. Good old iPhones, eh? Very good. Like it's 2009 or whatever they've got made. Thanks, Steve. I actually really enjoyed that. You too. Inquist. Okay, moving on to the question. This is quite a personal one, and I guess I'm asking you to share your experiences, which you may or may not want to do, but here goes. I am 33, single, and house sharing with strangers. For about six months now, I've experienced really random and different period changes. They have varied between super painful and long to barely noticeable and short, and I now can't tell you what my cycle is like at present, as it's just totally different from what I've been used to, which were five-day periods... 30 day cycle standard aching belly nothing to notice here i decided to google it only to read that my symptoms could be signs that i'm perimenopausal it scared me that my body is telling me that it is slowing down reproductively and now i am panicking as i've always wanted to have children and that i need to get my life in order i've been researching how to freeze my eggs been frantically using dating apps to find mr right and even looked at pregnancy by sperm banks It's all too overwhelming and I don't want to book an appointment with my doctor as I fear they may tell me the news I really don't want to hear. Help. Perimenopausal. That like, that, that, and how old did she say she was? 33, wasn't it? 33, yeah. yeah. 33. Well. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, what do you know what? It's so like, this is weird because we was having this conversation, weren't we, the other day in your kitchen, Elle. We were talking about how, how, like, how how our periods have changed and like I I don't know whether it's since I've become 30 or what I don't know I I stopped taking like contraception I mean I'll talk about myself in a minute but like I think first and foremost you actually really should book an appointment with your doctor because if you're worried about your periods also don't google it don't go no dr google is the worst doctor of all yeah the thing is you don't know what you're working with so if you're sitting there thinking that you're perimenopausal and actually it's not that at all you've just worried for no reason and that's probably not helped your periods because you've been stressed and worried yes yeah totally yeah totally I mean that that brings us to like the thing things that actually can affect your period you know like stress levels can affect it your diet can affect it. Yeah, weight loss, like, over-exercising. Over-exercising, yeah, absolutely. Like the contraception. Do you know what gets oh. me? Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes mess me up. Wow. 
yeah, depending on where I am in my cycle, like if I'm just about to come on and I get on an aeroplane, it will either delay me or literally like bring me on as soon as I touch down. Uh, yeah I have had that before I remember being in Mauritius on like the most amazing work trip I had probably had a period about a week before touchdown was in the middle of nowhere and I randomly came on my period and had the most horrendous um like stomach ache everything and then yeah the PR was like no that happens on a plane have you never had that before and I was like no in my white dress I haven't had it before I've always been more prepared of all um, the times to happen as well Mauritius But yeah, God, back to our poor listener. I mean, look, we're 30 and I think we've spoken about whether, you know, kids and where we're at in life and and societal norms and pressures quite a lot. And I, to be honest, I love talking about it because I think it's things that you notice on such a regular basis as soon as you hit 30. Um, but there's no doubt that to be worrying about being perimenopausal, God, it's quite a mouthful, at 33 is horrible. So definitely what Jade said, I would go to the doctor and I would get that checked straight away. Or if you're not going to do that, stop Googling, get yourself off your phone. If you're, you know, there is a good chance that the worrying about it and living with strangers and maybe not being so comfortable with where you're at is making everything worse. So you could give yourself a month or two to see if you can just relax and try and get yourself back on track. If not, I would definitely go to the doctors because you might, I know you don't want to hear that news, but knowledge really is power, like we've said before. So it's better to find out now than find out in a year or so's time when you might not be able to do much about it. Yeah. Also, you may have by that point spent a load of money. Like, I don't know what it, how expensive it is to freeze your eggs and stuff like that. But if you don't like you've got to find out what's going on with your body before you even think about investing in something as as expensive, timely and like it's quite grueling isn't it freezing your eggs like I've heard it I've heard from people it's it's been it's quite a yeah it's it's basically IVF without putting the embryos back in god yeah 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 I love that she's looking I'm not laughing at this but like I love that she's looking at sperm donors she's like Mr Wright is he on tinder no okay in which case I tell you what, it might be a hell of a lot easier. You haven't got to have any discussions. You haven't got to negotiate your parenting style. The only thing I would say is if you didn't, if you weren't worried that you were perimenopausal, would now be the right time for you to have children? Um, Just because I think you can get given information and then you make a decision based on that and sometimes it's not always what you want it to be like you said you're living in a house share at the minute you're single like I don't know just try not to let the fear of being perimenopausal influence your decisions because the last thing you want to do is have a one night stand well maybe maybe this isn't the last thing you want to do but for me personally a one night stand just to get pregnant with some randomer on a dating app is not really how I would want it to uh, no. go down. No, definitely not. And and like we said, like there could be loads of different factors that are contributing to this. I remember when I uh, first came off of contraception, not first came off of, but when I came off of my last lot of contraceptive pill, it was during the lockdown, just because we couldn't get hold of contraception. I don't know about you girls, but I couldn't get hold of contraception easily. It was just like the pill. And then by the time I knew it, I'd like missed a couple of months. I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to come off of it. And I literally, I-, I wanted it out of my system as well. I was like, what is Jade without contraception in her? And I stopped my period for like four months. And I remember... You mean by coming off of it, Jade, it stopped for four months? Yeah, it stopped for four months. And I was like, what's going on? And my mum was in my ear. She was like, make sure you're not pregnant. And I was like, I'm not. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not being stupid. I know I'm not pregnant, but I've not had a period. So I rang my doctor and uh, she was like, yeah, that's normal. Because I was like, fuck, what have I done? And she was like, yeah, it's normal. Like Some people don't have periods for up to six months after. Your body's just figuring it out and getting rid of the hormones that are in there and balancing it out and stuff and then I remember getting my periods back and they were they were awful they were painful they were heavy they were I I felt all sorts of ways about them and then kind of just getting back into a cycle but 
I think my periods have changed in the last few months, actually. Well, the last couple of periods have been different in the sense of I now know my cycle because I know of the symptoms, like how, how I'm feeling. Usually the week before, the week before I will be emotional. I'll be maybe a bit angry. I will want to eat cocoa pops for breakfast. You know, I will crave like sugary snacks and stuff like that. And then, and then like it will hit and then I'll have my period the week after. I'm like, oh, it's so silly, isn't it? Every, every time I'm like, sometimes I used to like miss it. I'm like, why am I so fucking angry this week? And then I'd come on. I'm like, oh, that's That's why. why. That's why. It's amazing. It's amazing how probably everyone around us as well will be like, oh, she's in one of their moods, but you just can't recognize it. Like I get that, um, you know, when you are being completely irrational and you're angry at stuff for no reason and the way someone is breathing is annoying you. But I, and I know I'm being irrational, but I cannot get over it. I, it's just yeah. horrendous. But yeah, my periods have changed like massively in the last, I'd say, eight months. Yeah. Completely like, I use when I say regular I wasn't regular like clockwork but I always knew roughly when I was going to come on it would only be um sort of out by maybe two or three days well within the last eight seven eight months I can't call it it's basically whenever you want to be there you'll be there it's really really odd and I do wonder if it is because I'm now like 30 I've now gone into sort of that, I, I don't know, we we obviously define our lives by decades, I'm not quite sure your period does that, but that's what I'm associating it with, but yeah, it's really, really odd, and it's probably only now that I truly feel like I know my period symptoms in the build-up, which is... Yeah a bit of a weird one as well that's 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 how I measure mine now like I no longer go by calendar and if I was to go by calendar I think I I'm probably I've gone from like a 30 day cycle I think I'm probably about a 35 day cycle like there's probably like I'm having like longer like cycles like my between it mine's always mine's like a four nearly five week um like cycle between like my last period if that makes sense and and well I I did actually have a little google because I was like there's so much contradiction contradicting stuff online because women are complex and wonderful human beings however the patriarchy has never put enough research into us because it doesn't that has got to be a buzzword for this podcast i don't think we can go take a shot every time james says patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) take two shots for fuck the patriarchy yeah (laughs) yeah well there's just not enough research into well there, there is but you you know you have to troll the internet and it's contradicting isn't it so but i did look and it, it said that the average menstrual this is the, according to alinahealth.org the average menstrual cycle for women in their late 30s and 40s tends to be shorter cycles with heavier bleeding they can be alter like intermittent menopausal symptoms hot flushes and night sweats and you can also expect like variations in the number of days bleeding or the like flow but then another one said just as your cycle can get longer up to 40 days it can also get shorter just by 20 like by 25 days and and doctors just suggest that this is one of the first indications of perimenopause so i'm like that's contradicting that was i'm fucked mine are getting shorter i need to go to the doctor (laughs) mine are getting longer but I, i I think everybody's body is different, isn't it? And you like, what if you if you've got like my sister's not long been diagnosed with um, endometriosis, and she only would like she was just getting really severe, uh, like stomach cramps and like pain in her abdomen and stuff like that. But you know, if you was to Google that, it would say, oh, just normal period. You know, and yeah. it was only until it got to a point where she was like, I'm not, I can't, like, I can't settle on this just being period. Like, there's something wrong, and you know your body. And she went to her doctor and they'd done a load of tests and stuff. And they was like, yeah, you've got endometriosis. She's just been booked in to have um, some of the, like they're called chocolate cysts removed at the end of the year. And, you know, it's, it's just like, there are loads of like health implications that come with endometriosis, but there can also be underlying health issues like 
like PCOS and and stuff like that. So I think I I think Alison really should. I think you should speak to your doctor. Like genuinely, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like Elle said, knowledge is power. Would you not rather know like if there is something that you could do to help your body? Like your body is very clever. It's intelligent. Whatever it's doing, it's doing to best support you. So if you're stressed, it's delaying a period because it's using that energy. I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so this could be a load of nonsense. But you know, it, your body's going to do what's best to survive. And yeah. there are loads of things that could be contributing to irregular periods. So if your diet's poor and you know, you're, you're stressed and stuff like that, they're all like the minor things, but you need to, you need to cross out the things that could be more severe, which you're only going to find out if your doctor tells you. So just, just have the, have the conversation, find it empowering as opposed to scary, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a nice way to look at it um I think we may have mentioned this as well on another podcast or we spoke about it together but Davina McCall apparently did a program with channel four I believe I don't know what it's called but it was about contraception and it was about like female health it wasn't the menopause one that she did um it was a different one and people were raving about it just saying they have never found out so much about women Mm. and about like periods and reproductive systems as they have by watching that program so that is on my to watch list I've had the weirdest thing like almost the opposite of you girls so I've got PCOS and I was told I got diagnosed that at 20 I've had irregular periods my whole life that was like the main symptom for me um like very very irregular I could go three months without a period then I'd have one two weeks later then I'd go six months like literally all over the place had the coil for like five years when I since I come off of it and I had the same thing everyone was saying you know prepare for you might not have a period for months and months I pretty much had one right away girls I've never been more regular in my life for the first time ever in my life I might have like not ev- not to the day, but only like a few days late or sometimes like a few days early. But I have consistently had a period every month for like eight, nine, I don't know, like enough months where I'm so baffled by it because I never, ever have this. And my thing, it's so weird, like mentally, I- I'm like pretty good. I'll have one day where I-, I just cry about everything. I get fucking tiny little spots on my chest and my shoulders. They'll be like five or six. And that's my sign. And I got them today. So I was like, in a week, I will have a period. And oh. I know that for sure. I can literally to the day predict it now because of these tiny little spots and a spot on my face, which I'm quite lucky yeah. I never get. And a day where I need to cry. How weird is that? It is bizarre. 29 years of never having a regular period. And now it's like... That is madness. Do you know what, though? I wonder if, like, the coil... Right, hear me out on this one before we completely get rid of it. Because, again, I am not a doctor or a scientist. But I wonder if the coil kick-started your body into thinking this is what you do because you hear about it all the time with these people who can't fall pregnant have IVF and then it's like their body's like hang on a minute we know what we're doing and then they fall naturally with the second kid like yeah yeah yeah, it's madness I too always like now I don't like before when I was on contraception it would be like the calendar would tell me when my period was going to be but now it is a case of like my mood what like my crate like I'm craving sugar and spots oh my god my jawline like I will be blessed with a maybe two or three little friends on my face and I'm, <laughs> I'm naturally a picker so like I'll know that I'm coming on my period because I'm like I can feel something coming up on my face but I can I can now tell but I I actually I actually love that I am more aware of my cycle because yes. I can sense what's going on for me as opposed to like looking at a calendar or relying on a pill and like the little calendars you used to get on the pill boxes and stuff like that like I'm I'm more aware of my body and also like I do try to like if I know that I'm going to be coming on I'm like right what things can I cancel out of my diary or where can I find rest this week because I'm also well aware that if I don't um like you know like hibernate in that sense obviously we all have to work and stuff but if I don't 
claw back some time and, and have some decent sleep and stuff like that, I know that I'm going to feel even worse the week after. So I do yeah. try to go, do you know what? It's like, I'm going to be on this week. So I'm, I'm not going to make any extra plans. I'm not going to book in anything that's going to be too exhausting. And I potentially might not go to the gym this week. I'm just going to let my body rest because it's doing enough. And yeah. it's just about listening to your body, isn't it? I suppose. So just make sure you go to your doctor, know what you're working with and don't freak yourself out on Google because yeah. let's be honest, Google likes to tell everyone they're dying. It exactly. literally does. It literally yeah. does. It's made me want to go and get my period checked out. Oh, Emily was telling me about something. Um, This thing that, you, oh, that's what you were doing. Right. Sorry, I've got two things I want to say. Uh, The first thing, going back to Davina McCall. So I saw on Instagram, she's promoting this thing called Zoe. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen the devices that people use that uh, when people have got type 1 diabetes and basically helps to monitor their blood sugar levels. So it, like it, they they put like this circular thing into their arm or in their body and it monitors their blood sugar levels, etc. Well, there's this thing called Zoe. Oh, this is not an ad, by the way. I, um, I've, I've seen it a few times now. Obviously, my big brothers are listening to me on my phone obviously so it keeps sending me loads of fucking mm-hmm. ads. but um it's called zoe and what it does apparently i haven't done no research is when you eat like you you attach it to yourself when you eat like you kind of like input data as to what you're eating and stuff like that and it will let you know how your body is reacting to those foods so for instance like on the ad that I saw that she was doing like she said something about like her body apparently loves cucumber um and it loves uh, feta cheese or something like that but it didn't like something else so it tells you like what your how your metabolism is reacting to certain foods uh, I mean these celebs are raving about it it could all be really I want to know I how say, scientifically backed this is I was gonna say L get Tom Get him on right now yes. to tell us if yes. this thing okay. can monitor how our body reacts. <laughs> Have you heard of something called Zoe where you like, it's like the type 1 diabetic, you've heard of it? Yeah. Is it good or a load of rubbish? If you're type 1 diabetic, then yeah, it's good. But what about for like, can it tell you if your body metabolizes certain foods well? Yeah. He's just laughed at that, so I'm going to take, he's no, apparently, no, but okay. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Gone back to Gave yourself a few hundred quid, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Jade. Like oh, my God. You know what? I think it's one of those things, isn't it, that like, well, A, there's a huge amount of marketing. The biggest, most profitable thing in the world is what people look like and weight loss. Like, people take advantage of that all the time. I think also we're in an age where people want to understand their bodies more. But I do think maybe I am just the girlfriend of a nutritionist, but I think it really, the best things are just the most simple, Mm. like the most common sense back to basic things. Don't get me wrong. I don't know. Like can the body react well to certain things? Probably. But is it, is it enough that you need to follow? I don't know. I think things like that can be quite dangerous because you get quite obsessed and quite prescriptive about stuff. Whereas I, I think the best way of doing it is literally balance 80% good, 20% bad. I'm not, I'm not practicing what I preach by the way, but like, you know, everyone says the 80, 20 rule, like try and be healthy as much as, as much as you can have your treats and you know what, go out and enjoy yourself because what the bloody hell is life. If you're not even enjoying it, what's the point in eating all this healthy food and being skinny? If you're not even enjoying life, what are you being skinny for? It's so yes, I couldn't I, agree with you more. But now, like, I'm not upset. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm definitely here, and I totally agree with you, Elle. Like, just like the basics: eat well, exercise, get enough sleep, drink loads of water, practice peaceful mindfulness if that helps you, or just sit in silence, whatever. But then I saw something the other day. And- oh, God. You're a marketer's dream. You are a marketer's dream. Oh, we don't get advertisement money for some bullshit. Uh, like, I uh, leak my The problem we will never get sponsored or an ad is because you'll be, like, so bought into this magic water that comes from Timbuktu. And I'll be like, <laughs> it's out the dog's 
the dog's drinking bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I love drinking. But it, no, there's this guy, and his name's Brian Johnson, and he is a tycoon. And he is like reversing his age, like his metabolic body age. Oh, he's yeah. 45. He's 45 and he's got the body of an 18 year old. But he does like these. Uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch it on YouTube and I'll come back next week and I'll let his you know. <laughs> he's reversing his age in girls, like right. I, but I when science. you say reversing his age, what yeah. do you mean? Like his body is as fit as an 18-year-old's because yeah. I would like to see a fit 18-year-old because my liver was never in a worse state than it was when I was <laughs> yeah. 18. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> That's so true. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch the YouTube, uh, sh- whatever it is tonight, and I'll, I'll let you know all the deeds. I am intrigued. I genuinely I'm am intrigued. intrigued. Yeah. I, I want to know the science. about things. Yeah, but, I, yeah I want to know the science. Thing. I want to know the science of it and if, if it you know it is active. yeah but the science Tom, is Tom you will physically always say, can't like yeah. reverse aging like someone will send tom something to be like oh can we get the lads to try these and he'll be like send me free scientific articles to show scientific data that it's made a difference and you know what most of them can't Really? most companies can't send the right data to say here is evidence that this that that and work has worked and that will be like you know supplements or different things that's um, that's yeah that's it absolutely yeah well guys i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna let you know the tricks of the trade and then i'm gonna implement- and we're all gonna have the body of 12 year olds in a few weeks time <gasps> girls i can't some nights i can't even be bothered to take my makeup off let alone fucking all of this routine that they're gonna want from you if you want to reverse aging the benjamin walking up the stairs my body sounds like a a dodgy old staircase i creak i crack (laughs) stop oh my goodness with this after all mate if i had to money i'd be paying for massage let alone like you I thought you were going to say plastic surgery, not massages. Not that you need it, but that's the route I thought you was going down. Oh, girls, I could definitely do a little bit of filler in this forehead, but that's I ain't got the money for that right now. If I did, trust me, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, I I mean, I I like not in my industry. There's so many actors I've seen that have had so much work done, done, and I'm like, oh, man, what are you doing? It's really interesting, though, because a lot of people, I'm, I'm talking about celebrities now, are coming out and saying they wish they hadn't, like the Kardashians. Yeah. Like, I think Kylie Jenner said the other day she wished she didn't have a boob job. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you've... And she yeah. said, did she? I actually watched it. She was like, I had the most perfect, perky, incredible breasts, and I don't know why I did it. And then she had the boob job, and six months later, she was pregnant, so she was still recovering from the boob job, whilst obviously I tits were naturally growing anyway from being pregnant and she was like I don't know why I did it and I don't want my daughter growing up and thinking that that's what you need to do girls it's so So coming from the family that has literally made a living off of what they look like and the medical enhancements that they have had and then pretended they didn't have like I mean I'm not bitter do what you want but it's it's interesting that Give them a couple of years and they seem to be changing their tune. Do you know what? It's girls. My, like, I honestly, it's coming up to, you're supposed to have breast implants changed. They advise like 15 years, but obviously you just, you know, check on them and stuff like that. Speak to your doctor or whatever. Um, But it will be, well, what, what are you? When I'm 33, it will be 15 years since I had my my breast implants put in. So I have to start thinking about, like, I do obviously check them now. I make sure that, like, there's no rippling or not no rippling because there naturally will be and stuff. But um, I'm I'm planning ahead now as to, like, when will I need to get them changed? And if do I want to get them changed or will I just want to get them removed? And it's made me just think about this whole thing. Like, the fact that I've got breast implants is wild. Like, in my own head... How, like, it's, this is a whole other podcast, really, I suppose. But, like, I'm just thinking about how on earth I got to the stage at 18 that I was going under the knife and having breast implants put in. Like, that is, I'm very sad for that, Jade. I feel very sad for that, Jade. And But equally, you do love them. 
well, yeah, you, you know, do. I mean, it's great. Yeah, that it is, but it's um, it's really fucking dangerous, isn't it? It's really fucking dangerous to fuck around with your body like that. And I think, um, you know, like I'm all here for for doing what you want that's going to make you feel good about yourself. And at the time, and they they still do. Don't get me wrong, and I feel like that. But I think I don't know whether I'm just becoming more confident in myself, and I'm realizing that, um, confidence and self acceptance is more than skin deep. I get that now as a 30 year old and I didn't get that at 18 and it was about the aesthetic and then I'm like god man I'm um yeah I, I, I don't regret it I think it's just something that I like it's only just dawned on me like the process yeah. I've gone through at that age like I was thinking about them from the age like getting breast implants from the age of like 12 like oh yeah same yeah same I think I that's still where remember. it's a shame that you yeah. feel like you have to or you feel yeah. like you need to look a certain way but I think that that is especially us at our age. We grew up with every magazine having a celebrity where they were, pap- you know, the paparazzi would take a picture of and their cellulite and their fat, fat. They were barely even, you know, normal people were smothered all over magazines. And it was so ingrained to us what was fat, what wasn't. Like when you look back at old films, like fucking Bridget Jones was absolutely annihilated for her size. She was a normal, like healthy size. That's, you know, that's the reason why it is sad. But, you know, you can't, I've really just put so much if not all of the responsibility on the wild beauty standards for women you know I know things are changing now but in our age of growing up I mean thank god we didn't have social media but I feel like the tabloids and the magazines were worse honestly well, even worse. page free you couldn't open yeah. a newspaper without seeing a naked woman and to me, um, an attractive woman was a woman with big tears because um, that's what all the men, you know, lured over and were, yeah. you know, perved over. So that's to me, I, I didn't feel that I ever fitted that. And it's exactly the same as what Jade said. You get older, you get confidence and you're like, yeah, who cares about the size of tits? Like, I am so much more than that. But it takes years, like... I just think you don't know that at 18. And if you do, that's incredibly impressive. Um, but I think there's something in learning that through your 20s that's quite nice, actually. Yeah. But yeah. Equally, though, we can sit here and say we're more confident as 30-year-olds, which I wholeheartedly believe we are. But yet, we'd still look at our faces and think, oh, we need a bit of filler here. We need a little yeah. bit of Botox there. Yeah. And really what is the difference between a boob job and a bit of filler? Because you're still trying to conform to those sort of social norms and what you think beauty is. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. Yeah. We really do round girls, but that was a good little bit. <laughs> From periods to boob jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I do hope our listener, if anything... Just go and get some some answers from your doctor. Um, wishing you the best of luck, and uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't just go and jump on any old person and get yourself up the duff. That oh, is not God, the route. No, that is not don't. the route. <laughs> on that note, though, and uh, sorry to start the conversation off again, I'd love to know how a sperm bank works. Do you get like a profile on someone, like a dating app? Or do you just pick a number? Oh, it's like a lottery. Surely, no. You got there's got to be certain criteria. You can't just. Is it like the Argos catalogue with no pictures? Are they like? Is there a standard? Like not a standard, but like, do people who contribute their sperm have to have healthy sperm, or could any old Gary just pop in and whack one out and pop it in a little tub? Like, I think you must have. There must have to be a regulation. Like, you couldn't have, like, in the nicest, well, not in the nicest way. Like, you don't want heroin addict sperm, do you? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you couldn't have anybody that was, was, do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. no one wants to get pregnant off of, like, Craig the Crackhead's fucking sperm, do they? That's dangerous, you know? You know what I mean? It's like you wouldn't have a surrogate mother that was off her tits on something. You know, it's, there's got to be a standard. <laughs> yeah, I would want to know that you know it's a, <laughs> it's 
it's a healthy I'll make pot you right. It it does. Does. No, you're you're exactly right. Yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh dear. Oh god. Maybe we should find that out and have another conversation. Oh, I'd love to get um someone who got pregnant via a sperm donor on the podcast. Yes, that would be great. That would be really good. Moving on to our game. It is called Finish That Phrase. If you don't know the game, it goes like this. Each of us go head to head. We have a line from either a song lyric, TV show, a book or a movie. We say it as deadpan as we can and we go against each other to compete to finish that phrase and tell us where it's from. This week, it is Stevie versus Jade. So Elle... Oh, I didn't know it was me this week. Oh, neither did I, but I am... Um... <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. Oh, shite. I am not prepared. <laughs> brilliant. Do you know what, Jade? That was a brilliant intro to the game as well, because a few weeks ago, you were like, I'm not saying it again. I can't be bothered. I'll do it every week. And uh, if you if you don't know it, go back and listen to another one. It was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Oh dear. In me other weeks, I think you should know. Okay, it is a song. You should both know it. It's legendary. Okay. Just setting the expectation there. Staring at the blank page, Stevie. Just before you open up the dirty windows, let the sun illuminate the words that you cannot find. Um, Natasha Bedingfield, Unwritten. Yes, oh. well done, Steve. Well done, Steve. I that love so that song. Good. She performed at a festival recently and she was like, I literally can't believe there's a response. The whole place, wherever the festival was, was literally singing, like, word, screaming word for word. It's oh just, it gets God. me going every time, that song. It's such a good Speaking- song. Speaking of TikTok as well, have you seen all the people who have been using that song and literally going outside and laying in the rain? And she responded being like, I've seen everybody doing this. I've got to join you. And she just runs outside and they just just lay on the floor in the pouring rain. Oh, my God. Maybe that's our next TikTok. There you go. If you would like to see that. That's our next one, girls. I'm not laying on the floor in the rain. We might ask the next week. That would be right up your street, grounding you. Yeah, yeah, yeah along with the universe. I'm, I'm here for. I'm here for standing in the rain. I'm here for laying on the ground. I'm not here for laying on the ground in the rain. Okay. Fair okay. enough. Okay. Get mm. me. Yeah. It's one or the other. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send any questions you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, Long Story Short Pod, to see what we've been up to. And we'll be back next Tuesday. Oh, and don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.